0: All right, welcome to Last Man Earth. My name is Lex Juergen. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt has been raped seventeen by 17 different <laughs> music producers, and he's not even in the music industry. He's just super pretty and sips a bit heavy on his brandy.
1: The definition of rape is quite <laughs> liberal at this point. I, I probably have been raped like 12 times. Well,
0: until it happens to you, Matt. Uh, this week's show is sponsored by Egyptian Airlines. Not all, <laughs> not all of our planes are downed by terrorists. Some just erupt in fire. Egyptian Airlines, because a horrible death is still preferable to landing safely in Cairo. <laughs> Speaking of places you don't really ever want to go, if you wish to contact the show, hit us up on Twitter at Last Men Podcast or Facebook, also Last Men Podcast. All right, on to the show. Uh, Matt, I know you read the Huffington Post every day. It's your morning paper. It's how you learn about what a terrible person you are as a man.
1: <laughs> I used to go to it before it was uh, owned by Time Warner, and then it now it's just a total corporate um, enterprise. But uh, I still go to it out of habit, and then just wonder why I'm looking at it. You,
0: you weren't bothered by the fact that for many years uh, the Huffington Post hired writers and didn't pay them any didn't pay them any money and gave them like bylines and stuff like that. That went on for like three or four years. Or so just like giving people like, oh, you can write for us and we'll publish it, but we're not going to pay you.
1: Oh, that sounds about right. I, yeah, I never <laughs> submitted anything to them, but.
0: You know, everyone, you know, everyone like for a while in their resume would say Huffington Post writer. That was just meant that they had a, a free bylaw. Looks like
1: from BET's Comic View. It's <laughs> yes, like for yes, yeah, right. you and everybody else. Like say, I, 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 I write
0: a lot in the AOL chat room. Right. Uh, anyhow, the Huffington Post, the editor, her name is Laura, something or other. I've lost her last name already. Uh, she posted: uh, Huffington Post is very proud of the diversity. Everybody wants diversity in the workplace, uh, which basically means no white men anymore, which sucks for you and I, and partially for Brian. Um, <laughs> She posted a picture of an editorial meeting, I think it was in New York, and it was her as a senior editor and all her editors for Huffington Post, and it was about 20 women, all 20 white, I'd say 24 to 29-year-old women, uh, modestly unattractive. Uh, sitting around a table, and she... Uh, not o-
1: like butt ugly, but certainly no. not attractive. Like a lot of sixes. Well, yeah, like real jur- Yahtzee situation. Like, journal-
0: like how you imagine journalists to look, right? Yeah. Basically how you imagine journalists. Like you can go to Iraq, and you're not going to get hurt. Like no one's- <laughs> ISIS, ISIS, <laughs> ISIS is not going <laughs> is to rape you first. Uh, they're still going after the care workers. They're hotter. Those ladies are much hotter. Uh, anyhow, they, she opened the thing, like, and she posted a picture of 20 girls all around the table representing the entire editorial staff of Huffington Post, Uh, And she noted on her Twitter thing the big mistake, asking an open ended question, What do you see here? And then she wrote like, it was some icon, emoticons, emojis of like a woman and a a muscle, which I think meant lady power or girl power, or just meant chicks with big muscles. Just just started
1: jerking a lot of guys (laughs) off or
0: something. I don't really know. Let me ask you: Does it bother you? Uh, is this diversity? Does it bother you that the Huffington Post editorial staff is now comprised of twenty almost identical looking young <laughs> young, young, six, young sixes? Is uh, that is that diver- is that progress or is that are we regressing?
1: I don't think that's diversity, and it no. isn't. The, if you look at the definition of diversity, doesn't it mean diversity?
0: Well, there's a legal definition. There's a, a, a popular definition. I would think like if someone said, "Oh, we have a ton of women on our writing staff," people would go, "Oh, that's so diverse." Yeah. But all women on your right staff, isn't that the antithesis antithesis of, of diversity? Isn't
1: that like it seems like? It, and not to mention, they're all white, or and you they're know, all white. There was not a single, of,
0: did, not, did not appear to be a single. Now back east, kind of Jewish these, uh, looking,
1: kind of Ivy League looking?
0: Yeah, but what if these women identified as African American or Chinese? Can you identify as a different racial type?
1: I believe you can. It's really rude of you to say that because it's <laughs> totally true, but they don't like when you actually – yeah, what's to stop it? And actually
0: someone could identify as men too. Half of them could be identified as men there. they could be a 50-50 ratio on that staff.
1: Well, you know, it, the argument was always really offensive when uh, – so if a guy can marry a guy, what's going to stop a guy from marrying a dog? And that's, that's retarded because a dog can't really consent to it. Yes. but And it sounds offensive, but what would stop me from identifying as a terrier?
0: Um, uh, I don't know. You'd be a bit too big for a terrier. I think you'd, stand, you'd definitely you would definitely stand out. I'm a golden retriever. I also seem more like a cat
1: person. I don't. Uh, no, more of an elk. <laughs> I would say like a a great white.
0: Yes. Could you marry other male elves? Would that be possible? Yeah. Well, I think they'd be sterile. What are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about the Huffington Post editorial stuff. I don't read the Huffington Post anymore. I think it's horrible, but it's a place I don't mind there's a place for that type of writing for the news they cover. I mean, like you have Fox News covers one thing, you have whatever else. If Huffington Post wants to be the place of, like, young white women, that's fine too, I think. But you can't – and even hiring uh, women, young white women, if that's who you are. I mean don't people generally hire people who look just like themselves?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you know, white people are generally more comfortable around white people just because that's who they usually grew up around, same right. with black people. And what about
0: unattractive lives? 20-something women is the post? Aren't they going to be more... Are they going to invite in like a hot... Are they going to invite in like a hot Eurasian chick? Is that who's coming next? They're not no. going to hire that girl, so right? she'll
1: like be promoted immediately <laughs> yes, and
0: yes. fire all of them. It's sleep with sleep with all their boyfriends and or girlfriends?
1: I was telling you, I, th- I think we talked about it before, but one of their editors said that she will not read... Uh, Anything written by white people, and then the following for an entire year, and then the following year she wouldn't read anything written by a man. Yes, it's like okay, well you're obviously missing out on a lot of information, and uh, then I saw on Huffington Post there was a, a story on the front page that said what essentially what to do if he beats you. Yeah. he and i was like well you, you guys entire pc thing is you know she oh the president he or she you know no it just it could be a woman well oh, and unless they're doing something wrong then it's should obviously they, the or guy, it. Right? It
0: they or it right yeah Are those or those pronouns or his or her, his h whatever the new one is h like, something know, or other
1: what to do if he doesn't tip well but
0: uh <laughs> how, isn't it amazing how, that, how that like, he or she
1: should run a company
0: or, or they it isn't it amazing that like uh, everyone on Twitter sort of got this because everyone on Twitter wrote back some trolling, smarmy answers about like how you're racist and sexist, and everyone, everybody on Twitter caught this. Like the general population caught this that having twenty uh, white women uh, writing as your editorial staff is not diverse. Right. I mean, they all caught that. Is it? Is are we overstating this? Is it just maybe like ten percent of the population who's totally into this diversity thing, and it's just the people in the media and sort of the you know run the media and the, and the sort of powerful college grads and stuff like that that are just. But ninety percent of the people know this is bullshit.
1: Yeah, I think so. Cuz it's always you mostly hear it in the media. I've never really heard a normal person talk about it, you know. So if you're a woman, it's like, oh, there's not enough diversity, meaning that's just leverage to give get a job. For you?
0: As yeah. a woman, as a woman.
1: It's like in the media every time there's an issue with the media, it's like, oh, the Obama White House is being very hostile to the media. It's like yeah, but you're only reporting. They're also hostile to many other entities. You're just reporting on this because it's it's you.
0: Maybe they maybe they feel more sad or affected because they're all women now. I don't get how they could have. What happens if the entire Huffington Post editorial staff cycles at the exact same time? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question I think everyone wants to know. How what did if they're they... all in a rag at the simultaneous time and war breaks out somewhere? Yeah. How is that covered? Cover? Don't women have to go home when they're on their period?
1: Maybe the, do you think they're all like getting catty over the UPS guy <laughs> that comes and delivers stuff? And yes. they're like, dude, I totally love Jamal. And they're like, no. And they're like buying him presents and shit.
0: <laughs> well, 20 women. In, I mean, if, there's, if there is a guy working at the Huffington Post, one guy left, he's got to be doing pretty well for himself. I mean, not that they're super attractive ladies, but if you're like one guy and there's like 20 girls, you're going to just by the sheer force of like sort of nature, you're going to do very well for yourself.
1: Is there a straight guy working at the Huffington Post though?
0: I don't know. That would be a good like documentary. that guy would clean up <laughs> yes. as long as
1: he didn't have like high standards of beauty. That guy would definitely. Yeah,
0: but you have to spend your days like a petty intent- Yeah, you have to spend your entire day pretending to care about all the women issues though. You'd have to, like. They would be upset about. First of all, they'd be talking about all the shows you don't watch. You have to pretend you watch them. Then they'd be talking about all these issues about like, and then you have to go to like the Hillary Clinton rallies and start wearing stickers and all this other shit. I
1: saw Wayne Brady did some in studio thing there. That that is like the ideal. That guy can oh, yeah. have like a thirty way, yes. just Wayne Brady yes.
0: and yes. forty five half ugly women, half ugly <laughs> women with a lot of college college debt from their journalism schools. <laughs> uh, I I don't yeah I don't I don't know if how, I'm not prepared to say Huffington Post was ever any good. I think what they did was they covered everything well, and I sort of know they're inside their operations a little bit. They are extremely predatory when uh, Ariana Huffington ran. They're extremely predatory with their traffic. Uh, they would actually what they would do is they would take stories from other outlets, repost your content, and then charge you essentially for the traffic that people are going to see your own content. Oh wow! Uh, and then they'd tell you to fuck off if you told them otherwise because they was just they're growing so big and so powerful they just didn't care. So they were like, we're gonna be complete assholes or bitches if they're more feminine and we don't give a shit because we're gonna get big and get bought out yeah so. huffington's
1: like a, a clear example of a totally fake it's like a oh, woman can succeed and be completely awful people too it's like yes. well congrats you fucking
0: yes right? good job you right. know
1: she was like a hardcore like right-wing person and then she just became progressive well, when they, they discovered the her,
0: na- discover her illegal nanny her husband ran for senate, and uh, that's before the time everyone were like, was willing to recognize the fact that everyone has illegal nannies and housekeepers. Uh-huh. And they discovered his illegal housekeeper or nanny, whoever it was, and they had to drop out of the race. Oh wow! And uh, she was hiring the illegal illegal nannies. And How come like she
1: can't talk still?
0: Uh, I don't know. It's I think like it's, a Schwarzenegger thing. It's part, of, yeah. It's part of her, it's part of her shtick. I think uh, you're right. I don't think is there a great accomplishment in being a woman who's successful even though nobody likes you. Would it be a greater accomplishment to have people actually like you and be successful? It's the
1: same thing with Hillary Clinton. It's like we need a strong female president who's like the most corrupt one ever.
0: Yeah, it's okay that people it's hate, hate her. It's okay that people hate her if she wins. Right. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me. All right, listen. Uh, white girls, I'm, I'm down with you. Like That looks like a fun like opening to like a porn movie or something like a low red porn. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of lesbian giant huff-po thing. I don't know, sex tape. But it was really... The fact that the woman, the fact that the senior editor posted that picture and didn't realize what it was going to come, the reaction was going to be, yeah. is just proof that we've come way. Too, the pendulum has swung way too far.
1: That's, I'm really surprised that she did not foresee, that, no. that she didn't understand there was something weird about it.
0: No, it's okay to achieve a great victory for your womankind, but you at least have to recognize that you were you you've achieved the success and you need to be a little modest about it. You know. And not just be totally tone deaf to the fact that you have not a single black person or Asian person working on your staff. That's not diversity. Shut the paper down. That's all I'm saying. AOL will still. I don't know what AOL, what the hell. What the fuck does AOL do? Uh, they bought they bought Huffington Post and they're owned by Time Warner. Uh, yeah. I don't know what does AOL do. I anymore? think
1: it's just for like 90 year old people that still identify that with the internet.
0: They still have minutes left on their credit card. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Matt, we've talked about this before. You like extremely obese women, um, <laughs> not in terms of long-term relationships, but just uh, for like a late-night booty call. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a late-night booty call, you want one with a little booty, right? You're not calling on a skinny booty. You want a big fat. Big fat old stretch pants, uh, elastic waistband, booty. No, right? I'm
1: I'm going thin model every t- if I can get that. Okay. If not, then we'll have to go further down
0: the speed. I right. I was, was not basing this on theory. I was basing this on your experiences. <laughs> uh, Tess Holiday, we've talked about before. She is, by the way, she describes herself as a as a plus size model, which I think is unfair to plus size models because she is enormous. I mean, the plus size models like Ashley Graham, who are like size twelve or fourteen or whatever, and just kind of curvy little heavy women. Hmm. That seems unfair to call this woman a plus-size model in the same category uh, because she is like a double... Triple plus. She's, she's like, enormous.
1: Yeah, I mean, as much as you can give shit to Ashley Graham, you know, she should drop fifteen pounds, but yeah. this woman it, it Ashley Graham is probably a healthy person. This woman is clinically obese and and disgusting.
0: Yes. And covered in tattoos in case you and by the way, she has a Miss Piggy tattoo on her arm. I don't know if you caught that. No, I didn't. Which is either ironic or really really, really just a really poor maybe she got that when she was two hundred pounds less. A really poor choice. Uh, she claims to be a model, by the way. I don't I can never see anywhere she's modeling. So all these like supersized models. They all claim to be super sized models, yeah. But you never really see their work anywhere. So it's sort of like call yourself a producer in Hollywood, and then you ask people what they produce, and they like they have projects in the works. Right, <laughs> like, right. Her projects are in the works. She's been pregnant for the last I don't know five years. It's hard to tell. She's so large. <laughs> At some point, she just like when a, a woman's obese like that, she just has to announce it when she's pregnant. And you can't, like, how far along are you? I have no idea. I'm looking at you. Are you, like, nine months? No, I'm two months. Well, how, how the fuck would I know? Like, you're just huge. Right. Right? You can't tell. A slender model, like the ones you, like, date in theory, uh, <laughs> by the time they're two months pregnant, they look twice the size. I mean, you can just tell their little, that round belly sticking out of their, like, Otherwise, anorexic bodies. Yeah, oh, so Bob, you can tell a fat woman. You can't tell. She claims she's seven months pregnant, eight months pregnant, and she's been taking a lot of shit because unlike other models, she can't post baby pictures of her uh, gestating baby pictures of herself. And she doesn't and, have
1: the bump because it's just covered in a huge. Yeah, so
0: her bump is covered by waves and waves of uh, of lard, and uh, there's nothing to see. <laughs> and she's taking a lot of shit. And everyone's writing her letters saying how you're going to kill your baby because you're so fat and you're unhealthy. So she went to the doctor and proved that she's healthy by claiming that her doctor, without any reports, uh, says that she's extremely healthy and he's very pleased with her her The word she trigger. used
1: was technically healthy. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's technically healthy. Sounds like something when you are trying to pass a drug test or something.
0: Yeah, like I tech- like, like O.J. is technically not a murderer.
1: Right, like I'm <laughs> technically so, you know, you get pulled over, but like you're you're hiding something, right?
0: Well, I think she's at least admitting the fact that, by the way, she's posting naked photos of herself, so she's not hiding her body in any way. I think when she's saying technically healthy, in her mind, she's saying like, I know I don't look healthy because I'm just gargantuan-sized right. and because everybody you know, would think I'm unhealthy because I weigh you know, 150, 200 pounds extra. But I am technically healthy, which is so my, te- my test results show that I'm fine.
1: Right, like you're not going to die tomorrow.
0: Like she doesn't have like high whatever. Her blood pressure is not too high. Her heart rate isn't too high. Her, you know, her arteries aren't clogged yet. So like that means she's technically healthy. But, but she,
1: heart disease, I think all of this stuff is uh, late onset, right? It takes a while yeah. to Well, develop. earlier
0: for her, yeah. She's, so she's only 30. She could be technically, technically healthy now and be dead at 35. But she found a doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, she found – and then she claims a doctor said she's A-OK.
1: But uh, that doesn't mean the doctor wouldn't be doing his job if he said you need to lose 100 pounds.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think your doctor always leaves you with good news, right? They always said looking good, and uh, then, then I'm gonna lose 150 pounds. Like, <laughs> it's like, right, it wouldn't it won't hurt if you dropped 200 pounds. Uh, <laughs> like the, the sandwich
1: method of like, yeah, I like your hair. Um, I mean, at by the the other, they, way, you have AIDS. Also, cool yeah. shirt. Whatever. And
0: by the way, the doctors in business, right? The doctors doing more business with obese than they do with skinny. Skinny women aren't going to the doctors. Obese women have a lot of complications. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a that's a big stream of income right there. Right. Um, not saying he's conspiring. And by the way, we don't know this doctor even exists because she never said who her doctor was. If you were a doctor, and if you were her doctor, and she claimed that you said she was perfectly healthy, once you go like on record somewhere and say like that's not exactly what I said, (laughs) that's not technically what I said. Right, right. I technically said like your heart rate is not your, you know, your blood pressure is not in the danger yet. Um, But you know, I don't advise pregnant women to be this fat.
1: I've noticed that in America, it seems like just because so many people are fat. Well, she's
0: British. She's British. Oh, she's British. Yes. Well, it's it's same obese. It is the same thing.
1: Same thing. There's this thing of of weight essentially doesn't count. Like you could be drinking a whiskey and smoking yeah. a cigarette, and someone that's a hundred pounds overweight could come up to you and tell you, "Hey, that's bad for you."
0: Yes. And, oh, you mean no, weight is no longer a category of ill health? Right. And you couldn't –
1: it would be mean to say, hey, you're super fat. Like I'll take going to the gym and, and drinking whiskey over whatever the fuck it is you're doing. That would be seen as, as mean, wouldn't it?
0: Isn't that very self-serving for yourself since that happens to be your workout routine? Yeah. Whiskey whiskey, <laughs> and 20 minutes on the treadmill. <laughs> uh, I agree. I don't should – we, should, we, should we say people have to have – like be able to do five minutes on the uphill treadmill before they can have a baby? Is that like – or do a flight of stairs without being winded? There's got to be some level because we, I pointed out like a few weeks ago, there is like definitely statistics that show that obese women that are pregnant have much more trouble with their pregnancy. There's a, there's a risk to themselves and there's a risk to the baby. That's clearly there. Now, in her case, I mean, maybe that's only 60% of the case. Maybe she's the 40%. That nothing's going to happen. Yeah. But still claiming your, your, yourself as healthy when you're like that is wrong. I, I think her doctor should come out and say, look, she, whatever the test results are this, but you cannot be this obese and have babies. That's very unhealthy. Yeah. Well, maybe she has.
1: By the way, what's a doctor? I mean, I'm a fucking ordained minister. Can, can, I'm some, an ordained minister too. Some weird like midwife called themselves a doctor. Or, are we still? You still have to be a certified doctor to i li- give
0: advice. i I prefer when people that are faking shit actually produce those, those test results they show you flip you really fast and you can 't see them yeah, yeah, <laughs> what, yeah. like someone shows you their drug test or like that, and they flip it really fast
1: What was the doctor in the in the sense of I could get a doctorate in psychology, and that yeah. would just me be like uh, you need to leave your wife like you know what I mean You could go
0: get a weed card and, well, and- she said her obstetrician she claimed as an obstetrician i don 't know, but yeah, maybe she is hiding like some of the test results i 'm just flashing back to that guy who was. Who gave age to like three people in the porn industry? Who had his health card, his health ID card, his blood checkup work? Yeah, but he put his thumb over the part where it said HIV. <laughs> <laughs> nice move. It is. It is. He took a photo and put his thumb over the HIV part. and everybody was like, "Oh, it looks clean." <laughs> like yeah. Like you gotta check all. The, you gotta check all the results. This woman is clearly unhealthy. I don't care what she's saying. Uh, I don't know why people are obsessed with like calling people out when they're fat and unhealthy online. That seems like a really poor habit as well. Yeah. But I guess if she's gonna keep taking naked photos of herself. It's kind of disgusting, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, just eliminate the you know cachet of being a doctor. Like Dr. Oz will tell you to fucking yes. drink coffee and it'll cure cancer or whatever. I, I think Bill Cosby's probably a doctor. He somewhere. is a
0: doctor like seven times over.
1: So I just don't give a shit if you're a doctor or not. I'm just looking like, at common did, sense, it, you're
0: super obese. In Cosby's defense, he did know how to mix up some good chemicals. He, was, <laughs> he learned something during his doctoral studies. Uh, I think they were all fake doctoral studies. Like every, you mean like every principal of every elementary school is a doctor? Yeah. <laughs> That's thing they went to online for like four months dude, to you get a pay right to get a pay bump.
1: I, I might just go to Ethiopia right now and become a doctor, become yes. like the second smartest dude in the country.
0: Uh, you could. You could be in a Sean Penn movie. That'd be great. <laughs> all right, Tess honey, just look, if you just like would say, all you have to do when you're obese is say, look, for my baby, I'm, I'm not eating cheeseburgers this week or something. Just make some kind of effort to show that you're not, you're not, you're still going to be obese when the baby's born, but make some kind of health effort. Don't. Right. don't sink to the level saying i'm fat and, and i'm still healthy and i don't care yeah then everyone's just gonna hate you rightfully so i'm pro-fat but i'm against uh people that are just denying the fact that they're unhealthy right tess holly send nudes we want to see them <laughs> do you think her <laughs> by the way speaking of which do you think her beaver is just totally covered with flaps of fat it's something i wondered about like how do you have if you were having someone got her pregnant she has a boyfriend he's a tattoo artist i believe uh uh, do you think women that are that large, do you think it's easy to, to to have sex with them? I've often wondered uh, this.
1: I think if you say you're like Kim Kardashian and you have this giant fake silicone ass, you, you do have to have like an extra two or three inches of dick to get in there to kind of make up for the it's interesting the cushion in, yes. in front you know
0: but what about the front f- f- uh, f- fat flap would you say that's going to be a difficulty because she got pregnant somehow
1: i don't think it hangs over
0: her vagina really no like her gunt doesn't hang over her vagina no i think what they're
1: probably doing is missionary legs pinned way back there are books by the way for obese people to have
0: sex I don't know if you've read them before. <laughs> no, I haven't. Checked it actually, into those. shows you specifically how to have sex if you're if you're two obese people. Because imagine two—he's not obese, her boyfriend—but imagine two obese people trying to, to try to couple. It's like it's not as easy as it sounds. They can figure it out. I mean, no, nah, but you don't want to spend half an hour trying to figure it out. You want a book that shows you the right way to get it. It's pretty to. messed up that
1: you can be like 300 pounds and your your vagina is still the same size. Like yeah. you would think it would be three times as as big to, yeah. to proportionately, but yeah. it's still just this tiny thing in this whole. I'm starting to get queasy After, I've, n- I've never been with
0: a fat woman I'm kind of curious can you, uh, Before next week can you report back on that please If you need a hand to hold the gun Like if you need two hands to hold the gun And do some other kind of thing that'd be, Or like a harness of some type That would be interesting to know so that, These are the things I would like to know from Tess Holiday Not how her doctor's lying about her Let's get home.
1: her on the phone uh, do they, Brian,
0: have phones? Do you- they don't have phones in England do they? Is it ring ring? Is that ring ring thing? <laughs> like, hello it's America calling <laughs> I think so she's too fat to pick up the phone All right, later on, Tess. Uh, Aaron, we had an email from Aaron. totally fake. Um, His question specifically is, is being an unattractive female journalist, not from the Huffington Post, actually, she is, by the way, she writes for the Huffington Post now, is being an unattractive female journalist who claims Trump tried to bang you 30 years ago, the new Pulitzer Prize, is that like the new, is that the new, Lisa Belkin, who was a, a very acclaimed New York Times writer, by the way, for a while, Uh, The New York Times decided they didn't need writers, (laughs) or they were going to pay them 30%, 50% less than they were getting paid before one day. And so she went to go work for the Huffington Post, which, by the way, we now know is an editorial staff of 20 women. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, she writes on a lot of female issues, underdog issues. She wrote that "Show Me a Hero" book that David Simon made into a really bad HBO show last year about Yonkers. Oh, that was a really boring show. Yes, it was a show about a town council meeting, as far as I could tell in real time. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a real. If you ever wonder what a real time nine hour town council meeting was like, that was it. It was like nine hours. <laughs> that was
1: brutal. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. But she wrote the book, so she's got a good heart. She's covering uncovering some, some good topics here and there. Her it was a good book. Just yeah, it was, I remember, and Yonkers and ladies was that racist? It was that horrible. So she's. I'm not going to totally discredit her as a journalist, right? But now she wrote this piece. Everybody, like, simultaneously on the East Coast, every female journalist has written a piece about Donald Trump tried to have sex with them Mm -hmm. or hit on them inappropriately like 30 years ago. And I don't know if this is coming from like Hillary's, like, you know, opposition research team or something like that. But suddenly they've all written like in the same week. There's been like 20 of these articles. And this woman, Lisa Belkin, wrote that in the 80s she was at an event uh, in Central Park where Donald Trump had just, uh, by the way, rebuilt the ice rink in Central Park, which seemed to be a good thing uh Trump was talking to her. She was, I guess, in her twenty late twenties, and she had a boyfriend who went off to get cocoa <laughs> or, or some such. Sounds
1: like such a pussy. It
0: <laughs> does. He does <laughs> already. The boyfriend that goes off to get cocoa. And the minute he left, Trump, you know, weasels in like any guy would, yeah. and says, "Hey, I'm having an after party, uh which is uh, guys know means I want to fuck you, uh, <laughs> and I want you to come by, but you got to ditch your boyfriend." and uh which is again we're sitting here as all guys we all know that's something guys say all the time especially not every guy not every some guys are gentlemen but most guys when they're horny will say something like that it's
1: an awesome move and and chicks dig it too yes when it it works it really works
0: it works it really works and even and by the way if it doesn't work it's still sort of a compliment right it's still like look i know you got a boyfriend but you could have two guys in your life right i mean it's that kind of thing you're a very desirable woman
1: yeah i just had the which Coco boy it's trump he is sober, right? So he's having yes. chicks come back to his hotel and and
0: no just, no booze or coke or anything. No, just sex. That's weird. Yes, it is. I don't. I'm not sure I believe him. Well, it's a plaza. It was a plaza hotel, so it's a pretty nice, pretty swank thing. Oh, he could make it happen. I'm just yeah. saying. Well, he obviously was successful because we've we heard all these stories about like the lady who was in the Miss Universe pageant and the models and all stuff. Every story about Trump seems to be, you know, you and I talk about us. We're not Trump fans, but every story that these women write seems to make us like him more. Yeah, yeah. He seems like it has normal, the opposite effect to me. He seems like like as if a forty he was like forty years old then, as if a forty year old guy with three, two or three billion in the bank, who's single by the way, he's not married, cannot just mer- unmercifully hit on women. That makes that makes no sense but this this is a perfect example, a microcosm
1: of why Trump actually has popularity because people are so sick of this political correct, this fake charade of you know surveys and and consultants, and it's like, yeah, he likes to fuck chicks great that's that's normal i I now have a higher opinion of him than I yes. did before,
0: and at the very least by the way, women have such a double standard because like we were talking about Lady DiCaprio does the exact same thing he's forty two his new girlfriend's nineteen or twenty. He just goes to model upscale Victoria's Secret model parties and hits on girls and says, "Hey, I'm Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's go fuck." Basically, yeah. And he's like lauded by women as he's the he's always voted the hottest guy. He's like an environmental <laughs> genius, all this stuff. He's basically, and he's finding girls back to his to his yacht, basically, or his airplane to have sex with them. Yeah. And it's just it's such a it's such an obvious discrepancy between how women like some men like that and how they hate some men like that and the men are exactly the same they're identical all guys are basically the same all guys have means who can get away with it get away with it right
1: yeah and and like you said before this sort of weird pc culture evolved that would if she would have written about it when it happened it would have been like yeah and, and that's, what else she got yeah I
0: know that's why by the way, that's why she didn't write about it thirty years ago because thirty years ago she would have been la- by the way thirty years ago her- her her editorial team was not all women, it was probably mostly guys, yeah, who definitely wouldn't have understood it and now you can see her going back to the huff post staff of twenty twenty girls. And they're all probably going like, "Oh my God, did he really do that? He told you to come back to his place and ditch your boyfriend who was getting cocoa." <laughs> like, they're probably like, "Oh, for shame, for shame! Well, he's and, a horrible and, dude." And, and plus, they hate him anyhow, right? He's a Republican. They hate him anyhow, right?
1: Right. But it's so like if it's just based on how much they like. Like back then, Trump, you know, he's like six two, he's decent, you know, built whatever he's rich he, he wasn't weird looking like he is now yes. like if Clooney did that it'd be like oh how charming yeah, you know but just because Trump has now become this weird kind of oompa loompa it's like oh well no one wants to fuck him that's <laughs> disgusting but it, it all just depends on how, how much the chicks are into it because that shit works every day it happens yeah. every day
0: and she tried to imply that she was married but if you read the article carefully she wasn't married it was she was with the guy who would become her husband yeah it could have been a first I mean it was obviously we obviously hate him because he went to get cocoa, <laughs> dude if <laughs> I was, was with like a chick pussy. I would never go to get Cocoa. No, That's no, like, no, we're fucking And by the way, tr- everyone probably knew Trump was a horn dog. Yeah. So like, oh, here comes Trump. Uh, how do you go get cocoa? Why don't you go get some cocoa? Big fag. <laughs> fucking doink Donald Trump. You know, by the way, she's not, can we agree, like the other half Poe girls, she's not a super attractive lady. So it wasn't like she was a mod. This wasn't like one of the stories where it hits on models. I would think, like, you know, being totally sexist as I am, I would think she was kind of flattered that, like, New York's most popular eligible bachelor is hitting on her and trying to get her to come back to his hotel room. I think that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of cool, isn't it?
1: I would I would bet that she may have kind of liked it at the time.
0: Yes, right. Yeah. I mean, that's like she was twenty seven, twenty eight. Not super attractive. Or Faye boyfriend's running off in his in his uh, sweater to go get Coco. It's just like I, I read. And this here's thing. Since, by the way, Trump's the guy who built the fucking ice rink they're standing on. Yeah. I built this fucking ice
1: rink. Yeah, he's kind of the guy to to be the man, the in demand yeah. person at yes. that point. But when you I read this thing written by this woman, uh, I can't remember her name, but uh, so they had to do a sexual harassment training at their university and she's a professor. And they said, you can't make any unwelcome advances. And she said, well, how do you know if it's unwelcome before you do it? <laughs>
0: yes, because it works.
1: if that was the case, then no one would have ever really fucked like your parents would have never fucked. Um, and. If you say something like I don't, want, I don't want like, to think
0: about that in particular but
1: <laughs> when I was the, single the fat
0: flap the if vagina. you throw
1: something out there like hey would you like to have a drink would you like to come back to my hotel if she says no then that's it it's over and that's what Trump did if if you continue pursuing it at that point then you're a creep and you're doing something wrong but there's nothing wrong with asking if a chick basically wants to fuck
0: oh I don't you're looking at me I don't think there's anything wrong with it <laughs> although so last week we talked about Grimes or two weeks ago that singer Grimes who claims that the producer said You know, basically come back to my hotel room or I won't finish your record. That's different, right? That's totally different. That's a threat. Trump's just like, look, I'm fucking Trump. You want to? He just said jump Do you want to Trump? hang
1: out. He didn't even say. He just said Do you want to come to my hotel. Now we all know what that means. But he actually seemed like he was pretty
0: classy about it. Yeah. Well, telling her to ditch her boyfriend obviously implies <laughs> like, why can't my cocoa? boy? It just seems comes? cool.
1: It was like when Clinton, when they were doing the Ken star reports, and they're like, well, here's what he did. He was talking on the phone and yes. fingering her with a yes. cigar, and then he smoked it. And I was like, that's
0: awesome. Yes. Like, what a creative. Why? Why not? Why not title that subparagraph paragraph things you might actually like about Clinton? Yeah, <laughs> it made me like him more. Like okay, these guys are normal, you know? And, yeah, he's uh, like, I'm not going to screw that in, turn Look at her, man. But I'll stick a cigar in her twat. Yeah. It's like, I've got five minutes to since kill. Since when is
1: being a heterosexual man and and essentially just participating in normal evolutionary behavior, uh,
0: since when is that grounds for writing a fucking column about, you know? Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, this is how things have changed in 30 years time she wrote the column. 30 years ago, it was totally accepted that a rich, wealthy horny dude would just hit unmercifully on women, right? He would just ask any woman he liked to come back and sleep with him. And the woman could say no, and he'd go, okay, fine. He didn't threaten her or give her any pressure. She didn't work for him. She wasn't married. He wasn't married, all that stuff. There was nothing there. That was seen as perfectly, you know, just normal male behavior. And now 30 years later, it's completely demonized. That same behavior is completely – it's rape. Essentially, it's rape, It actually – Everything is
1: exactly the same. That still happens in the real world. If yes. you don't read the fucking Huffington Post, <laughs> you would not know that this is considered by a small subset of people uh, abnormal behavior. It still happens everywhere. Well, day.
0: yes, except that like on college campuses, all these places they now have these new rules where you have to get like permission from the woman to to ease into sexual behavior, but no behavior. one does that. No one's really doing that. They're not doing. I understand <laughs> that, but there is a legal exposure if you don't do it. There is that chance. There's that, more liability. There's more liability. that The woman will come back and say, "Like I didn't want to have sex with him. Yeah, here's my proof. I didn't sign the form. <laughs> like, right, like, right. Yes, I mounted him, held him down, banged the shit out of him, but I didn't sign the fucking form. Therefore, he has to, you know, be kicked out of school. Yeah, and... There, there was a... I mean, there were, you know the UVA case, the UVA, the fake rape case. I mean, she completely made everything up, it turns out now. Like yeah, People everything. on campus are still... Women's groups are still... And some of the university people are still defending her, even though she made it up, because even though she made it up, it happens for real all the time. Right. So, so we live in a... I, I mean, we're not in college anymore, but it's a, for young guys like that, I can see it being pretty scary. Same like,
1: with the mattress girl, Sulkowitz. I yes. mean, it came out that she made up essentially the entire thing, but if you asked... First of all, you're going to run 30 headlines about that. Yeah. And then when it comes out that she made
0: it up, nothing? Nothing. No. Like a retraction on page four. By the way, and the retractions, are, like in the UVA case, they won't even say she lied. They refuse to call her a liar, even though she clearly lied. Yeah. There's tons of evidence she lied, basically. And they won't call her a liar. They will say, like, misguided. Like, yeah. what are you mis? What are you misguided? By the way, that's it's when you destroy someone's life, and you've it's destroyed the school, and it then, must be hard on you. Yeah, being misguided. That's a, you're you're a grown you're an adult woman. You can't be misguided when you're an adult woman falsely accusing people of rape and making up fake rape evidence and emails She may have a fake email account. From some guy like sending her emails, like trying to hit on her. And it turned out, by the way, she was trying to get some other guy interested in her, mm-hmm. and so she made up these fake rape claims to get another guy interested in her. And speaking as a guy, that doesn't work. Yeah, hey, I don't. <laughs> no, think that that doesn't would. Doesn't oh, you got raped? Oh, you look more interesting. It's not to me. really drawn me. You in. look, you look more interesting to me now. I never noticed your your auburn hair before, but but uh, it's not
1: even so much her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not even assaulted those highlights in your hair. Look amazing. It's not her
1: fault as much as it is the journalists at Rolling Stone. I mean,
0: <laughs> well, that's the point. Though they're all bought it. They're, that's that's the scary part is that they're so w- willing to believe that like someone like Lisa Belkin writes an article about Trump about thirty years ago. He hit on me and told me to ditch my boyfriend and come back to his hotel room and party with him. And they all like you can see them all nodding their heads around the table, going, "That's horrible. That's terrible." It's not like laughed out of laughed out like it should right. be laughed out. Like I would laugh if she wrote if I was the editor and she pitched me that I would just fucking laugh at her. Yeah. But now she's being it's this whole and these people are relatively important. They're publishing news big newspapers or head of big you know cable channels or whatever else it is. They're head of colleges or universities and they're running pretty large institutions. And they believe this shit to like, you know, that believe her that she's right no matter what. If she makes a rape claim and it turns out to be false, well, so what? That's okay because ninety percent of them are real.
1: Yeah, and you are still a victim somehow. You know, I mean, how still, like, a, and
0: the guy is still and the guy has still been the accused rape victim. That guy at, at Columbia who was accused by mattress girl said he was going to like try and get apply for jobs, and people Google his name and it goes, oh, he he's a rapist, right? So
1: that kind of sucks. Aren't there laws about in some states like it matters, but convicted felons uh, can't profit off of their stories
0: yeah the, the, the crimes like books and stuff like that yeah. yeah i have that in california
1: i know i think we should start doing that with the uh, just any kind of accusation like if you want to make an accusation that's cool but you just can't make any money off of it because that just encourages this kind of stuff
0: well also in, in in england since you love england and fat women there uh <laughs> if you if you sue if you sue someone uh, frivolously and they you lose. You have to pay for their legal fees as well. Yeah. So you pay for both sides. So it discourages people from filing false claims or frivolous claims.
1: That's a good. I like that. That's, a yeah. good, That's
0: good That and their obese women are why I want to move to England. <laughs> All right, Lisa Belkin. That sucked. Show me here was the most horrible TV show I've ever seen on HBO. <laughs> I did. I tried to watch it like four times. I fell asleep like four times in a middle. It just reminded me of like having to go like pay a parking ticket. Oh my god! <laughs> I was
1: visiting my parents, and my dad was on that shit and he was watching it yeah. and I, I couldn't say how boring it was. And this I just
0: is from David Simon. He did the wire, which I I actually like the wire. Uh, but for some reason he thought it would be cinema verite to actually show like hours and hours of town council meetings, like as they actually happened.
1: Yeah. And it was just fucking, well, I was when I ran for uh city council of West Hollywood, basically, basically yes, just being Trump just I, to talk shit. Um, I'm one
0: of your largest donors. Yes. You <laughs> gave this. me a nice
1: and, uh, so I started actually going to the meetings to familiarize myself because before I had no idea what what was happening and it was so fucking boring. I'm so glad that I lost because I'd be so miserable.
0: I don't. I don't really. For most things politicians do, I don't blame because sitting through all those meetings and and hearings and all this stuff is the most boring thing in the entire world. Oh, terrible! So if they need to fucking you know beat a young male page, <laughs> that's fine. The first two or three are fine by me because the rest of their lives are spent in these fucking meetings doing boring shit, just listening to people. They're read making reports.
1: a law in West Hollywood that you can't be on your phone as a council person uh, no, or I the mayor while it. the meeting's going on because there's this guy duran who was always on grinder you know he's a gay guy so he's on really? grinder the whole meeting while people are talking and he's nodding but he's just scrolling
0: through yes. cock and stuff that to me that's a guy i'd vote i'd vote for that guy by the way he's not he's the only one not wasting time he's finding a little action for after the meeting you gotta multitask you why know? would you want to be a west hollywood councilman if not to get laid exactly on grinder and i assume everyone knows him so it's kind of a good lay right uh, he
1: is HIV positive, so there's okay, that. Okay, so let's uh, put, that,
0: put that in the I'm line not sure, sure that's <laughs> prohibitive. Put that in the on the con <laughs> side of the pro-con sheet. Uh, all right, Lisa Belkin, I think we were talking about you. Go away. Let Trump Stop making Trump seem more likable, for God's sakes. That's, that's, yeah. The worst thing you could possibly do is make Trump seem more likable and human. That's just they're doing
1: Trump a favor. The more this shit comes out, the more pushback by and I'm never going to support Trump. But it's like, you know, if you keep fucking trying to demonize a guy for having a dick, then fuck, maybe maybe it's cool. You're right. I mean,
0: at some point, all all sex becomes rape. Right. Unless there's a contract signed by the woman. It all becomes rape at yeah. some point. You're, a guy has to – a guy to make babies, men have to be a little aggressive in seeking out sex.
1: You can retroactively just be raped. You can say, yeah, I wasn't really into it at the time. Yeah, um, people have done that. They filed they – filed, tried to file criminal charges against that. And that's yeah. insane. I mean it's, it's not fair to actual rape Really? You victims. don't look back and
0: see women you've had sex with that you really wish hadn't happened? I'm sure they regret it. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I regret a few. I, I filed some fifteen-year-old <laughs> rape charges, as it were. No, no, did I sleep with that woman? Yeah, but she raped me. Yeah, <laughs> that's not my fault. Yeah, I might stop uh... putting your picture. on try to try, try to friend me on Facebook. You <laughs> yeah. rape, you rape
1: me. It's post-traumatic
0: <laughs> stress. All right, uh, Matt, let me ask you. You have a segment this week, I Shit You Not. That's when you read uh, exactly uh, 10 words a week online (laughs) to find a story that amuses you or angers you. Uh, This week you have a story about a college uh, coach, an assistant coach, I believe he is, Oh, I um, thought he was the head coach. He's was assistant. he the head coach? I don't know. There's a lot of assistant coaches. There can be the worst mean assistant coach at college. You get nothing out of that. The head coaches get like two million and you get like eleven dollars. Yeah. It's horrible. Uh but he had apparently had an affair. He was traveling with the team or traveling for work in Europe, met a uh like I'm gonna say Slovakian as I remember, but it could be something different. A whore, not Melania Trump. And uh had sex with her and her wife found out now she's blasting him. She's blasting him, casting shade on Twitter.
1: She's throwing out yeah, his name is uh well, Jeff Newbauer. Newbauer. Let's say his name so everyone knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's having an affair on his wife. So his wife, it was kind of sad because she's she's outing him on Twitter, and I get drinking a bottle of champagne and you're super pissed and you go on Twitter and then you delete it later. But this was just her MO. She was doing this for a couple of weeks, like every day, yeah. and no one noticed, nah, which made me no really fun. sad that no one even noticed or was just ignoring her. A, tw-
0: a Twitter rant when you have no followers. She's like, I lost really 50 happen.
1: pounds. My husband fucked this trainer. Her Twitter handle is run
0: knit travel K and So she doesn't sound very sexy. No, uh, no. Run knit travel. Those are three nice things to put on your uh, match.com profile. How do you think she with. found
1: out? Cause if you go to a foreign country and fuck a trainer, I think it was, I mean, it seems yeah. pretty easy to get away with. Hopefully no one's listening to this. It
0: seems like you, sh- it seems like if you're going to cheat on your wife, that would be a good place to do it. Yeah. When you're overseas and you're with a trainer who doesn't speak any English.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that would be ideal. And by the way, your assistant coach, I believe he is. Uh, so he still makes no money. So no one's going to come after you for cash or try and extort you for anything. No.
1: It just seems like good, solid European sex. Yeah. And also, your
0: wife at home has knitting. She has her knitting. This should be your thing. She's knitting. And anytime you got to say
1: like, and by the way, I also, I lost 50 pounds. It's like, (laughs) well, that means you had, that means you got an extra
0: 50 pounds, right? Also, isn't your friend, I mean, isn't when you're like somebody, when you're somebody who's not a celebrity, your friends, your people on Twitter are basically people who know you already. Yeah. And so your Facebook friends, your Twitter friends, don't they know you lost fifty pounds already? Or are, they, are you are you trying to hit on guys? Is she looking for guys out there? Maybe. I don't, don't say she know. She lost fifty pounds.
1: It appeared that he was like thirty-four and she was like forty-nine. <laughs> She this well. She knits and it ages you. You age when you knit a
0: lot. Yeah, Pearl one, or uh, whatever it is, and Sitting it's around
1: uh, watching soap operas and shit. It it the whole thing was very depressing. But yeah, you should never just put personal stuff out there like that because no one wants to get involved.
0: You know? Is it wor- better or worse in the old days when women would just go crazy like in public at parties and just start announcing how you cheated on them and you're you're, you're a horrible dude? Is it better or worse to do it on Twitter or like some public event?
1: I would say i never witnessed that, but definitely in public because then it's at least you got some entertainment, you know, I'm always on okay. board. I love when people go rogue yeah. and just say, fuck society's rules and just start doing crazy shit.
0: As long as no one's getting hurt. Um, you never had a friend, a buddy who like a, a girlfriend he cheated on, like showed up somewhere and just started making a huge scene.
1: No, ah, oh, those are the best.
0: Those are the best. <laughs> Sounds really fun, though. It's something like guys, just like guys, if, if they don't give a shit, or they sulk, or they get a gun and kill everybody. Those are like the three options. Yeah. But women love the drama of it. They like to scream. They have to somehow. Women are not content till they scream in, in public. Uh-huh. There has to be an event where they make a scene in public, or they're not fully, they're not fully out of the relationship. <laughs> There's just something cathartic about them that they need this like public this public you know uh, testimony, some drama, where everyone's looking at them and they're crying and screaming, and the other girls run around and hug them. And tell them they're gonna be okay. Yeah, that's how that's how relationships have to end for a lot of women.
1: I'm all for making a scene in public. You know, it's it's embarrassing, but like life's kind of boring. You know, like why not just do shit, just fucking just break up the monotony. You yeah. Know?
0: And also, isn't it kind of cool when the woman, when two women are fighting over you one chick says she cheated on her and all that kind of stuff and you just have to go like, oh, look, I'm really sorry that I'm so fucking popular. Right, right. <laughs> I'm sorry I get so much pussy. I mean, I like, oh, this is horrible. I can't believe this is happening.
1: And then there's always the one weird detail that comes out while she's ranting, Like, he cheated <laughs> on me and he
0: has a tattoo on his balls yes. or something. And you're like, what? Yes. Fucking <laughs> Greg has a tattoo on his balls? Holy shit. That's why you don't want that happening. <laughs> uh, but this, all, all, at the end of the day, it's still worse on Twitter, right? Twitter never goes away. So that Twitter record's there forever. So now that people are looking at all the shit she wrote about her husband, that stuff's there forever. You can't get rid of it. And By the way, doesn't it make her look worse than him because he got laid by a fucking European trainer?
1: It makes her look sad. She should have just gone to a bar and fucked some – she could have fucked one of his uh, team, one of his players or something. That would have been a good move. Why not all of his players? I, I don't see why not. Why She's- not
0: all of his players and Trump? <laughs> She's overweight. I mean, you know, I'm assuming the team's mostly black guys. It's saying you just lost 50 pounds. Is that, is that, is that attractive in a woman you think? No, better or worse than saying uh, you were sexually assaulted, <laughs> you were fake sexually assaulted. I don't know. To me, I would just say like I'm I'm trim and fit. I wouldn't say I lost fifty pounds. It's going to ride people how you used to look like Tess Holiday. That's not good.
1: I would put it up there with with something like I can eat just as much as a man or something. Like <laughs> yeah. fucking gross. What are you talking about?
0: Not, what are, you bra- are you bragging? Are you trying to? That's not. That doesn't go with run-knit travel. <laughs> uh, I felt bad for her just for her Twitter handle. That was really really horrible. And now she's a now she's a middle aged woman going. Now she's divorced. She's divorcing her husband. She's a middle aged woman. Who just lost fifty pounds likes to knit? Prospects, <laughs> <laughs> prospects are not are not good for this lady, and she's not working the half pose. She's not go, She's not going anywhere. This is kind of sad. Now I'm just your whole. I should you not say. It, I'm really sad. I feel bad for her, dude. Why'd you? What's his name again?
1: Uh, Newbauer.
0: Newbauer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh we got an email Matt, from hannah uh, chris brown is upset chris brown as you know is one of the better fathers in this country uh he's a good man and a good a good father uh i know you're you're obsessed with the fact that people like chris brown and people like him who have been arrested for punching women and doing horrible things are still like looked up to in this culture
1: yeah michael richards uh not that i condone it says nigger one time and he's like a pariah this dude is throwing rocks at his mom he's just a, a, a drag on society he's a horrible horrible
0: person he's a very damaged person who's also damaged other people by the way you said you like public spectacles as long as nobody gets hurt he's actually hurt other people uh he punched a woman which in my book is that never goes away like yeah. you can't openly just punch i don't care if she's attacking you can't openly punch a woman and ever get over that um not you know when you're 19 or 20 that's just bad the rocks at his mom i kind of get that Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can understand that she was busting in his rehab. I mean, she was ruining his good rehab Mojo and he just some well, he's just, Well,
1: he's he's openly, and I don't know how much he's posing, but he hangs out with bloods. He's in the bloods, right? Yeah. So that's kind of frowned upon in, in terms of, it, imagine if it was a white guy. I feel like there's some, some kind of reverse racism involved. Like if I fucking claim that I was a blood, it'd be like, well, it, that's terrible. That's, what if you
0: identified it as a blood? Could you, could you do that? Can <laughs> you would blood, get your ass kicked? Could you use blood bathrooms? He
1: has to hang out with those guys because every – just your basic dude like me kind of wants to kick his ass because he beat up a woman.
0: He beat a woman. He's not so big. He's skinny. dances a lot. You know, He's the kind of guy if he wasn't fucking women every single day, you'd call him gay. Right. Um, but he clearly is heterosexual and just very angry, disturbed person. Uh, but getting back to the story that Hannah wants to know about. Oh, right. Uh, don't dismiss her because she's a fake woman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chris Brown went on Twitter. Of course, he went on Twitter or Instagram, where the fuck that is. I don't know the difference anymore. Uh, His wife, his baby mama, not his wife, his baby mama uh, took a picture of their two-year-old daughter. Uh, Royalty is her name? Destiny? Royalty? I forget the name. I think it's royalty. Uh, Of course, they always give their, when they broken families, always give their kids amazing names. (laughs) This will help you out life, sweetheart. Uh, The mom posted a picture of her daughter at like dance class. She's two years old, by the way, so you want to start dance early. Uh, she's only got 50 million in the bank and uh, it was like she's wearing a tutu it was like an upskirt the girl was like posing like you'd see a Playboy model it was the whole thing was that kind of bizarre. very
1: uncomfortable
0: it was very bizarre and Chris Brown actually noted it this is how bad it got Chris Brown noted it and called her a horrible mom posting pictures Chris Brown's response was, She's a two year old. You're, you're you're posting dressing her like she's a sixteen year old. Like, oh yeah, sixteen year old should go commando. Yes. <laughs> like the <his> short skirts <laughs> like the upskirt pictures. I mean that's his that's his for reference. By the way, Chris Brown, for the record, uh, lost his Virginia at eight. Oh yeah, uh, Yes, By to a, a cousin or family member or neighbor, like in their shack or wherever that it was. That
1: sounds like uh, a rape or child molestation in, or the, in
0: the least. I mean, he had he was sexualized at a very early age. So, but the fact that two for him seems too young, but sixteen is the perfect time to get really slutty, right? Uh, is interesting. Uh, the wife wrote back. She tweeted back saying, "Like, look, every time our daughter comes home from your house, she smells of cigarettes and weed, and she has asthma now. Uh, aren't these?" just uh Hannah wants to know isn't she the better parent (laughs) isn't she the better parent than Chris Brown but I would say amend that to say aren't they both fucking just horrible parents
1: I don't know man I mean smoking weed around the kid we still have the stigma about weed because but it's going to be legal in like two years Her
0: cigarettes whatever it's she comes if your two-year-old comes home
1: reeking of cigarettes that's pretty bad I would say in terms of potential damage Slutting your kid up when she's two is much more harmful than blowing smoke in her face.
0: Well, what if, when she turns sixteen, she's appropriate for those clothes. What if she has a bad cough? Or she has <laughs> emphysema. That's not gonna be pretty. She's walking around in an oxygen tank.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that's that's one thing, but you can't discount the emotional toll that that's gonna take. I mean, she's it's it's really hard to look at. She's got the kid doing fucking American. Uh, apparel shoots at at two.
0: Yeah, it's a you mean American Apparel style shoots. Yeah. Yes, he's doing. there's definitely like a look at my VJJ guy kind of yeah. pictures. There, it's definitely worse than the Calvin Klein picture we were talking about. Yeah, uh, the that girl was twenty two, not two. Uh, I say, wait till you're eight. Looking like back Brown. on
1: that, that chick was just hot. I don't, she didn't even look like a teenager to me. I was the, totally fine with that the Calvin guy. Klein
0: girl. Yeah, that was. What you thought she was sixteen or what you thought act. she was
1: twenty two? She looks like she was twenty. She was.
0: A, she was an attractive. Not girl. everyone has double D's. Do you think she was hot at two? Would you? <laughs> I don't know. I just like. <laughs> I mean, look. This, the, the baby mom's attractive. Chris Brown's a handsome man. Maybe they have a good-looking baby. Start off early. And like I said, they when, the, when your frame of reference is having you know getting laid when you're eight. You're going to have some weird views on sexuality, and the wife is probably just as weird, too. Yeah. But this is not uncommon for these, like, showbiz people to start, like, you know, slutting up their girls, like in the pageants and stuff like that when they're two, three, four, five years old. Right. Uh, shouldn't they all just be killed? Shouldn't they all just be t- brought out to a field in the middle of the night with a big hole and just be shot and, and buried alive?
1: Yeah. Well, like you said. But there's other, other
0: options, I suppose.
1: I'm just saying if terrorists yeah. are going to be doing this shit anyway, they yeah. shouldn't be doing it. But why can't we just, like, the government releases a thing like, okay, if Kid, you're gonna
0: bomb a place. Kitty kitty dance recital, slutty kitty dance recital going yeah. on? Yeah, but I don't, do you think ISIS will take our dirty work? Isn't this something we should do? What if they just accidentally bomb, like, the 24 hour fitness instead?
1: I don't know. I mean, we, the U.S. government has a pretty cushy relationship with Saudi Arabia. You know, I mean, I think they pulled off nine eleven, so we could probably, you know, we could probably take out a, a Chris Brown. But uh, you're
0: acting like we're victims here, aren't we? The enablers, aren't we? Society, the enablers of this kind of shit, isn't this Chris Brown stuff? Like you said, he's a horrible person who is pretty beloved by millions of people. Aren't we the blame for this? Not ISIS. I guess. I mean, I don't know
1: who's listening. I couldn't name one of Chris Brown's songs. I tried listening to it once. It was terrible. But no air. Apparently, a lot of people are. <laughs> That's all <I> got.
0: <laughs> Somehow, it got on my iPod. Uh, well, but he sells a shitload. He's very popular. He's been in jail several times. But uh, isn't he
1: popular for being a douchebag? I mean, how many people? No, claim I don't think so. Be... I think,
0: how, I, think how, I think it's how you and I see him. Uh, I think teenage girls see him as a hot male singer, huh? Who sings? Shit. Yeah, Brian knows. Dangerous. All his songs. <laughs> Brian knows. Stop dancing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brian knows. No, he sells a shitload of stuff. He headlines acts, all this stuff like that. I mean. In the people like you and I who are grown adult males, all think, "Oh, how is this guy even working? He's such a despicable person." Yeah, but we think about it. But we think that about the Kardashians and everyone else who's making shitload of money off being super popular among like women and teenage girls. And- yeah,
1: but I think there's been a shift in the last couple of years since they started blaring TMZ in my fucking dentist's office. That you know, it's just having the name is, is and people aren't really paying attention to the art. Like he could be on stage and people are like taking a picture. Oh, that's Chris Brown.
0: You oh, know. you think it's because he's, he's a, he's a bat. You mean he's like a villain? You think he's got like villain credentials? No, I
1: just think it's, it's like uh, it's like a trope. Like you're just this person you're known. And so now we have to pretend that we listen to your music. I think half of his fans have never heard his music. So he's
0: successful for like people buy shit, pay him shit just because he's famous. Yeah. Like they just need so be that. Then we'd be part of it.
1: They need, we need this douchey black guy to fill this role in society for TMZ. If you took away TMZ. How many people would know who Chris Brown is based on his music? That's a good point.
0: Uh, why are they playing at your dentist office, by the way? That guy's horrible voice, that horrible voiceover? Oh, yeah, no, like the sort of British. I goofy. just
1: reach up and and turn the volume down, and no one ever says anything. But the fact that someone goes into the dentist office in the morning and cranks up the fucking TMZ is like, you're just you're making yourself
0: dumb, dude. I just hide in my red book, <laughs> <laughs> my red book, and I smell the perfume samples and, and take as much narcotics as possible. See the quizzes in Cosmopolitan? <laughs> yes, I want to learn from women how to please a man. It's to always
1: uh, why don't you go ahead and stick your finger up his ass? It's like yes. you it's need to always that. It's subscribe always- to a magazine to have someone. It's, it's, always a a, it's
0: always like the secrets men want to tell you only women know. Well, if there's secrets <laughs> men will tell you how do the women know. And you're right. It is always some kind of fucking finger up the ass. <laughs> it's all it is. You don't want a finger. I mean, look, speaking of rape and asking for permission for shit, you got to ask for permission before you go stick a finger up someone's ass. I mean, Kanye knows that. Everyone should know. Everyone everyone should know that. Yeah, it's, that's a That's it. That's a request. That's see that to me is a request. That's something you don't just assume. Uh, if Trump had asked Lisa Belkin, to come back to my place, did your boyfriend I'm gonna stick my finger up your ass. Right. I would have been totally down for the fact that he shouldn't be president. <laughs> I agree. That would have been too far. <laughs> way, way too far. All right, Chris Brown, you're horrible parents. I don't remember any of your baby mama, but you're horrible for making a baby with her. <laughs> She's horrible. The baby's gonna be horrible too. You're all fucking just horrible. Hannah, that's an answer. Uh, Matt, let me ask you, uh, there was an article this week on a website that's super important, I can't remember anymore the name of it, uh, but the guy did a shitload of fucking research at IMDB looking at how people, I mean, he did graphs and charts and went back with data and all this stuff. I thought he was just going to write an opinion piece, but he actually did work, which makes me feel bad for him because of what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he proved through statistical analysis and data that men are much harsher when reviewing shows meant for women. Than women are for men, and giving them ratings at IMDb. Uh, His classic example was Sex in the City, which he claimed that you could not was undebatable was an excellent show because it won seven Emmys and was very (laughs) successful. Uh, And men gave it a much lower rating than women did. And in general, men give women shows for women on the CW, E, all these all this crap uh, reality shows much lower ratings than women give. Men enjoy
1: shitting on programming geared towards women online. I
0: think that's what he was saying, and he was unable to unable to show how that affected anything commercially or financially, because um, I'm not sure women actually give a shit what the IMDb ratings before they tune into the Kardashians or <laughs> Dr. 90210 or whatever. Right. Um, but his point was this was unfair, and men are unfairly rating shows, and it's causing women shows for women to be rated lower in IMDb. Isn't it possible, let me ask you, Matt, that men are just better, more honest critics than women are? And women are afraid to give bad reviews to even shitty men, shitty male shows and guys are not afraid.
1: Yeah. Um, what I got out of it and it was like a really thorough analysis of,
0: (laughs) there was more work in there than I put in the four years of college. (laughs) That's all I can say.
1: Um, so he, I think in the first paragraph or so he says men rate shows twice as often as women rate shows, I believe.
0: Yes. And, or there's just more male visitors to the site.
1: Right. Um, and so and they also have more extremes like they give out more tens and more zeros. So I just took from it that men are by nature more aggressive and sort of more opinionated and men are douchebags, you know? Yes. They
0: if- That's a the point. I think we can accept that. That's a given. I don't know why you just start the first sentence out with that.
1: But I don't think that there's a concerted effort to like minimize shows geared towards women i, I
0: couldn't name yeah. one guy that well, would even a, give you, a shit you made the last club you went to the men club you went to you didn't tell you to <laughs> to spread out and give bad imdb ratings <laughs> to women's TV shows they did show that men give the top if you look at the top shows for men like for men they call it men it's boys too but uh, they're all like spider-man in the afternoon batman arkham whatever the hell it was it was all shitty guys some tractor trailer show it was all shitty guy shows too but women either don't watch those shows because guys don't make their girlfriends watch that shit. <laughs> right? I bet you half the guys who give shitty shitty rates like CW shows are guys whose girlfriends make them they're watch mad those shows they don't watch it. That's and a they're good point. mad. Women are not watching Spider Man or Batman or fucking tractor pulls in the you know in the afternoon, <laughs> so they they're not going to rate it. And then men, like you said, are more vindictive, and they... Yeah. But isn't that the job of a critic to be vindictive? Isn't that what you want from a critic to say, like, this show is shitty. Therefore, I'm giving it a fucking zero. I'm not going to give it a six because I'm nice. Yeah. I don't want other guys to have to suffer through this shit or women to suffer through this shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's also the option of because there's this thing of like, well, you can't have a, an opinion on this uh thing in Ferguson. Cause you're not black and you've never lived through the struggle or whatever, which I think is bullshit because then I could just say, well, then you can't talk about Billy Joel and that's just fucking rude. You know, it doesn't yeah, make any sense so. because you're Jewish. In short, in short. <laughs> There's this thing of, uh, I thought
0: you were going to say you can't talk about being a racist white cop because that's my, my experience. That's all no, my experience. No, fuck the police. <laughs>
1: uh, but you know, there's what, what if the, the shows geared towards women actually are worse? You yes. can't you can't scientifically posit that. But what if that's a possibility?
0: You mean basing your entire study on the fact that Sex and City was a great show? Yeah, if that's what you're running on, yes.
1: if that's what you're using as, a, as your Panama uh, –
0: Yeah, that's, that's your like that's your Breaking Bad is yeah. <laughs> your Sex, sex in the, in the city. city. Breaking Bad for guys, Sex City for women, that's your baseline is a 10.
1: Like what if – and so they could say, well, you can't say that because they're not geared towards you. But well, then that would mean that women can't have an opinion on The Punisher and that's just not valid because they, they should have an opinion. But what if a lot of those shows, such as Keeping Up with the Kardashians, are just fucking worse? They're just horrible shows.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think- was with you on that till I saw the top list of the guys' shows, and it was all this crappy, like cheapo Korean animated shit. <laughs> you know, it was not like it was not the shows you think might be good shows. None of them were. I mean, none of them made the top twenty shows. Yeah, it was all shows for whatever, either teenage boys or dumb dudes.
1: But the top shows. So I think in the first part they did what uh, men and women agree on. So it yeah. was just all the best shows. It was like The Wire, Breaking yeah. Bad, and they were all roughly the same. Men and women gave them all nines and shit. But uh, guys gave Sex in the City a lower
0: rating, maybe because it's a fucking shitty show. I think there's some something to the fact that guys feel offended by the fact there's a show for women. They feel threatened by that a little bit. Why? It could be a shitty show because it's what their girlfriends are watching and talking about, like the cute guys in the show and how they they wish their <laughs> their boyfriend was like whatever. Right, right. I, like I can give it away. Mr. Big, I saw the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> guys don't want women. Guys generally, just like guys are about strip clubs, right? They get really upset kind of when the girls go to see the male strippers for some reason. Was Mr. Big a guy with a big dick? Uh, I don't know. It was, it was uh, uh, Christopher Noth, Peter Knoth, whatever his name is, the actor. I he was, he was uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's boyfriend. Okay. Know. If you imagine a man having sex with Sarah Jessica Parker, she could be got Mr. Brave, if you know what I'm saying.
1: Well, I do that shit. I had to watch the – oh, shit. What's it called? The one with uh, the fucking white guy and the, the super cheesy The Notebook, right? I had to watch that movie, and I was legitimately angry that I had to sit through it because it's the worst piece of art I've ever seen. And I would, if I had the time and was a big enough loser, I would go on Rotten Tomatoes and make a point to write a negative review of that out of spite because I fucking hated having to watch it.
0: But your your girlfriend at the time or paid escort, whoever you went to see the movie with, (laughs) uh, probably loved it. Was probably crying, right? Probably thought it was genius. She liked it.
1: But I think my opinion's better than other people's.
0: I think guys do. I think guys are more vindictive. Will go on to IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes, just write bad shit about stuff they hate or we're forced to th- sit through. Yeah. Whereas women are, we talk about this in the workplace too in terms of uh, pay and we're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, they're just more reticent to like really, you know, be extreme about things or get in people's face about things or they're gonna, even a the show they hate, they're going to give it a six, right? I'll give it a six. That says I hate it, but I don't want to be seen as a mean person. Yeah. Whereas a dude's going to write fucking zero exclamation points, sucks, fat ass whatever. Yeah, like, guys
1: go big or go home. I mean, there's a reason that guys were out killing uh, elephants and fucking muskox and women were cooking them because guys just have a more extreme stance on life. Really? It's just testosterone. It fucks up your brain.
0: And, and also uh, I think dudes like are not going to go, you're not a paid critic on IMDb or on tomato, wherever it is. If you're doing it for free. Why are you going to go like a Yelp review? Why are you going to go write a review unless you really loved it or really hated it? Right? Exactly. You're like, Oh, here's my review. It was just Okay. I spent 20 minutes on this. I could have been doing something productive. I'm going to just give it a mediocre. Yeah. Like, this is fantastic. Hope it's that like, helps you. Hope like, this helps
1: you. It'd be like responding to a CNN poll, and you're like, no opinion. It's yes. like, well, then why did you even call? <laughs> <laughs> I have no opinion.
0: The ones where you call in? Yeah, I'll it's like, you know, no opinion.
1: Trump, yes or no? And then there's 1% uh, indifferent. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Fucking tools. Those are the women. That's all I'm saying. Right, exactly. Uh, I, IMDB, just, well, they could you know, uh, by the way, you can read everyone's reviews. You can kind of see if they're women or men when you read the reviews, too, just by their screen names. Yeah. Some are a little less obvious, or just by how many exclamation points. And by how there. mean it is. Yes. And then the no one guy was like, oh, I was going to watch this uh, show about gay vampires on CW, but uh, <laughs> Bill said it was a zero, and then it was for fucking lesbian, angry lesbian chicks, so I'm not going to watch it anymore. That doesn't happen. No one goes, I mean, I do look at Rotten Tomatoes for maybe look at a movie to see if it's like if it's ten percent, I go fuck. It, I'm not gonna watch it. If it's above 75%, percent, I'll give it a shot. Right. So I think there is some economic power to those ratings, but I think the trolling stuff. That, those are critics. Those are paid critics. The trolling stuff on IMDb and those sites. I don't think it gives a shit about that. Yeah. All right, go home, ladies. Log on. You shouldn't have lot. You shouldn't have internet in the first place. <laughs> Alright, our final segment today, uh, bringing back panties in a bunch. Uh, I've been going commander for the last few weeks, no panties, now they're in a bunch. I'm very angry about something. Uh, speaking of gender pay inequality, because you know that rankles me like not, nothing else. Yeah. Uh, Robin Wright, uh, who you may know as, uh, early on as a woman in, uh, the Princess Bride, the lovely blonde of The Princess Bride. She's pretty hot. She was hot, and then she married uh, Sean Penn, as every hot woman must do at some point. <laughs> and uh, she, at some point, the reason I don't like her anymore, though she's hot, was because at some point she became so serious about her acting after Sean Penn that she announced she was no longer going to play attractive women in roles because she thought her beauty was taken away from her her dramatic. Uh, Really? Yes, yes. She did. So she only played roles where she was like disfigured or scarred or wore makeup that made her less attractive. A fucking nut job. Yes, so there's a reason to not like her. But now <laughs> she's like 50 so now she has to be attractive again because <laughs> that <laughs> shit flies when you're 30 and, and you're, yeah. you're Sean Penn's wife and everything. But when you're 50 and you're trying to get work in Hollywood, you got to go back to being a boob job and being attractive. Yeah. Uh, she found out, you know, you got to hate when this happens. You find out your uh, co-star, uh, your co-worker is making five hundred thousand dollars a week, and you're only making four hundred fifty thousand dollars a week. Right? That fucking sucks. We can all relate to that moment. That fucking <laughs> sucks. So she found out that Kevin Spacey was making five hundred thousand per House of Cards episode. She was only making four. She was trying to get by in four hundred fifty thousand a week. Uh-huh. You know, having to go if go to Sizzler and coupons and shit. And uh, she actually did this. She actually got angry first. She got angry. First, she got mad. Then she did something about it. She got some research. She, she used some of her $450,000 to hire some research to show that her character, how much screen time it has, how popular it was with the audience, what the reaction was, how important it was to the storyline, whatever data it was. She took that data, put it in a three-ring binder, laminated. I made that part up. I don't know. <laughs> Stormed to the office of the show producers, who I think was Kevin Spacey, uh, and demanded that she be paid the same as Kevin Spacey, 500000 so instead of the or she would go public with her binder. Mm. So, but she did anyway, didn't she? Uh, well, yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, so, what happened was her bosses, uh, when she demanded the raise, actually uh, gave her the raise. Yeah. So, there's this is a story, by the way, she gave to a, a group, a big upscale group in New York about feminist causes or whatever. This is her gender pay inequality story that everyone gave a rousing ovation to. So, basically, what she did was like, said, I'm worth more. Here's why I demand more then they gave it to her and that's her story <laughs> like isn't that exactly why isn't that exactly how women are supposed to be paid equally like to be worth to prove they're worth more to ask for more and then to get it it
1: doesn't seem to have anything to do with gender why couldn't it be just a, another male actor
0: doing this there's no evidence that she was paid less because of her gender it was when, just she was paid less because they could pay her less and she didn't i think about that it.
1: they don't even think she deserved to be paid equally i just think that they didn't want the negative publicity when you think of house of cards what do you think of Kevin i think of
0: kevin spacey making out with dudes yeah that's <laughs> why and then pretending for yet another year he's not gay oh he's gay on the show or no? he's he's not gay he's uh he's behind the sometimes scenes. he identifies as a homosexual man for for an evening when it's convenient
1: he's more valuable first of all he also produced it so you're obviously gonna give yourself
0: a little bump yes. right yeah you're giving yourself your own pay He's more
1: valuable to the show she's more replaceable than he is he's the the titular character, basically, he is a titular character. Tich,
0: titular. <laughs> yeah, he played with some guy's nipples, I think. <laughs> uh, you're right about that. And I think ultimately, at the end of the day, they probably gave her the 50 grand more because just because it was just 50. I mean, it's not just 50 grand, which to them is not a lot of money.
1: Yeah, and
0: they didn't want to. They didn't want a whole hassle of the story about it. Uh, but it's like, isn't this exactly how this is the reason why one of the reasons why women get paid less than men in the workplace is because they sit instead of actually getting your fucking biter together and demanding a raise which you may very well get if you earn it, they're just stewing about this shit and and trying to pass laws to say it should be equal or writing essays about all this stuff like that. Instead of just telling your boss, fuck it, I demand as much as gay Kevin here. (laughs) Give me me my half a million per episode, right? Exactly. And it worked. It actually worked. It wasn't like they said, no, we're going to pay you less because you are a woman. Right. You know, They said, okay, (laughs) you're getting paid $500,000 a week now, a show, a week, whatever it is. Uh, isn't this exactly the answer? Did in her, in her own sort of lame ass speech, did she find the solution to the gender pay inequality? Where right. She just fucking step like, up and ask for a raise. No
1: one's explicitly discriminating against you. Just people are, are frugal with their money. Usually. I think
0: there's some, something to the fact that like, uh, and not, not in Hollywood, but in the workplace, guys may say, Oh, she's a woman. She might take less yeah. or she used to earn less or she's used to earning less. or Her husband probably works. I'll pay her less. I can see that being the case. But then it's on you to ask for more. I've told the story many times about when I started my job with like five other people and they asked me what I wanted and I said, just pay me the same as everybody else and then I found out later on I got paid less than everybody else (laughs) because I'm a fucking dick. And uh, and everyone else just fucking said, I demand this amount of money and they gave them that or close to that. And I was the one guy who was like, Mr. Equality, I want (laughs) want everyone to be fair and fucking peace in the world and all that shit like that. And I got dicked. So well, that, women
1: just – they're not as aggressive as men by nature. talked
0: about it with the IMDb ratings, right? It's, it's the
1: same thing. I mean I understand discrimination when it comes to like black Americans because of the history of slavery and, and they're also a minority. Women are the fucking majority of the population. So it would be pretty hard uh, to mount some vast conspiracy against them uh, with them actually having – a larger percentage of the population. Right. And
0: also, by the way, she's in a, whether she's the same equal weight as Kevin Space. she's a very important character on the show. She could threaten to leave and they would have to pay her more. She's put herself in a position where she has some leverage on the show. She's not like the 17-girl you know, page whatever on the show. Right. She's the president's wife. She can't just disappear. So they're going to have to pay her 50 grand more at least just to make her not go away. So she had leverage, she used it, and she got paid equally. That's the way the system's supposed to work in, in the free market, Right. Yeah, and that's just basic
1: negotiating. I just, I still don't see what it has to do with the vagina.
0: Well, she was speaking, to, to be fair to her, she was speaking to a group, a group about gender pay inequality. <laughs> so she had to come up with something. Well, couldn't
1: they find a more reticent, you know, real world example?
0: Yeah. Well, i say, i tell you this, even Jezebel, uh, which I know you love reading after the Huffington Post, because uh, they're very even keeled ladies, uh, <laughs> even they said this week, like, look, rich Hollywood women have to stop being the. <laughs> The forebearers, the you know the, the the symbols of gender pay inequality. Because yeah. you say you only made four fifty a week instead of five hundred thousand a week, it's just not garnering any sympathy for us. So we want to find like the, the woman in the coal mine who's being raped every every day right. and getting paid two thirds of what the male guys are being paid, and has black lung and is now dying. Right. That's that's our case for gender pay inequality. <laughs> I have black lung. I've been raped seventy times, a thousand feet below the surface, and I'm being paid two thirds of what the guys are being paid. Yeah. That's that's our woman. Now they haven't found that woman yet, by the way. Uh, Maybe
1: because it doesn't exist that often. Well, not
0: union jobs. It doesn't exist. There's no there's no gender inequality, uh, pay inequality in union jobs, right? They're based on your on your level yeah. and your tenure. Uh, so this is like it seems to be Hollywood seems to be the place where gender pay inequality really exists. And aren't those the people that should aren't those the people that ninety percent claim they're against it or ninety five percent of people claim they're against it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to, when it, growing up, I would look at the road crews and there would always be the woman holding the sign that flips from slow to stop. <laughs> yes. And so my dad said, you know, that used to go to the old ass dude that couldn't really do the work anymore. Yeah. But now the woman comes in and the guys are like, oh, we don't want her doing the grunt work. So she's getting paid 45 bucks an hour to flip a sign around. And, uh, you know, it's just not really, I don't think that's the. What the system was intended for. Did
0: your, uh, did your father throw a half drank b- bottle of Jim Beam at her? Like, was <laughs> that like, part of his lesson to you, to raise you?
1: Yeah, he seemed bitter about it. I don't yeah. know why. Maybe he wanted that signed up. Not job.
0: exactly the speech Kyle got, like on <laughs> <a> Krypton. <laughs> a little different. All right, uh, ladies, whatever you're doing, just ask for more money. Like I said, if, they, if, they, if her story was, I asked for money and they said, no, you have tits, you're not getting paid the same as a guy – by the way, Kevin Spacey's got some pretty large chests. Uh, if that was her story, if she had that quote, I'd be like, all down with it. That's a great story. But the quote was, you know, I worked harder. I made myself more valuable. I demanded more money. And then they gave me more money. That's no. not a story of suffering. No. Uh, that's a story of how it's supposed to go for every single woman who's, you know, got an open contract type job where your pay is not set. Ask for more money, ladies. Uh, don't follow Robin Wright. By the way, she was married to Sean Penn, which is another, that's another blemish. You can't get over that one.
1: Yeah, you can't be first of all, she obviously is into the whole, you know, testosterone fueled. That guy's a nut job who just wants to fight everybody. So obviously she enjoyed riding his dick for a while. So, you know, I wouldn't uh, throw all of humanity under the bus if I were her.
0: No, and at some point you gotta like you can, like some guys have a one nighter or a weekend with some, you know, horrible person. You can't really hold them accountable for that twenty years later. But if you actively date and then marry somebody and live with them for a long period of time, that's got to be on your record at some level. <laughs> Just, I'm gonna
1: go out on a limb and say Sean Penn is is really good at fucking. Oh, um, he gets a tremendous
0: amount of tail. Nice I mean, he was thrusting. Fucking, he was banging torque. Scarlett Johansson. I mean, that's how crazy this. Really? Yes. What a badass. I mean, after she when she broke up from whatever his name was, uh, the first uh, good looking guy that she was married to, Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Uh, she started. She was sleeping with uh, Sean Penn. She Dude. was twenty eight. He's like fifty eight. I mean, he's like he's got something good. Charlie Sarone and, and Madonna. So no one wants to stuff.
1: fuck. Uh, you know the pussy fucking. No one wants to fuck Seth Rogan. They want to fuck uh, this nut job who carries a gun around and fights.
0: Yeah, that's the whole goes. It circles circles back to Donald Trump being the billionaire like out there guy, horn yeah. the playboy horn That's who. That's who the women ladies want. That's. I mean, Trump tried that line hundred times. Probably worked ninety nine times. Yeah, she was probably the one woman who didn't work on. It, so she got an essay thirty years later. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I right, met you something you wish to pimp and promote for the show
1: uh twitter at matthew ralston and i'm on instagram now uh, oh more pictures of you that's just me, what the Matt audience was demanding fucking America.
0: Some, someone's running it for me on. Ameri- will you be posting pictures of two-year-old girls upskirts no i'd probably be arrested if yeah I did put that. some put some tights on would tights be so bad <laughs> uh brian's wearing tights for sound engineer brian <laughs> this is lex last minute talk to you next week